Namaste, beautiful ones. It's Kyra, and welcome to the Authentic Embodiment Podcast, musings and discussions on how to embody your authentic and highest self. Hello, beautiful ones. Welcome to this episode of the Authentic Embodiment Podcast. I am your host, Kyra. Thanks for tuning in. Currently, it is 7.54 a.m. And I'm just sitting outside drinking some cacao and enjoying the morning sunshine. Just tenderly bouncing off all the dew on the grass and listening to the birds chatter and the day just waking up and coming alive. And the reason I'm recording this uh, episode is because I just want to touch on a topic that I feel is so relevant to so many of us. And that's this push and pull between our devices, our devices in our hands, the device that you're more than likely listening to this podcast episode on and just how much pull they have on our lives I uh, finally got around to watching this documentary that was released last year on Netflix um, called The Social Dilemma. And it had me thinking a lot about just how much our our devices and the apps that are on these devices have a tremendous pull on, on our mental state, on our emotional state, just on our whole psychological well-being. And how these apps they're programmed to de- to be embedded with these algorithms that can detect what advertisements that we want to see and notifications that will get us to engage and spend more time on this app and i know so many of you are guilty the same way i am where we may have 20 minutes of time to ourselves 30 minutes of time to ourselves an hour we just know we have a little pocket of free time and we want to use that in a productive way in an embodied way and and we tell ourselves oh well I'll just check this notification really fast and the next thing you know we used up that entire 20 minutes or half of the time that we intended to spend in presence and maybe mindfulness or maybe doing something more productive we spent that on social media and then we find ourselves irritated um, ungrounded or how many times are we checked out instead of being engaged in whatever experience is happening in front of us, whether we're, you know, having dinner with a loved one or we're in a big, um, we're in a big group setting, hanging out with a large group or we're at a concert or we're with our family members, just chilling on the couch. How many times are we disengaged by the devices that are in our hands and not just the blanket disengagement that we all have been, we all have been the victim to, (laughs) It's how these different apps affect us. How do they make us feel? What content are we allowing into our energetic field? What are we plugging our energy into? I know many people use social media for different things. I have family members that are a bit more of conspiracy theorists and spend their time in very... uh, very uh, conspiracy theory-based propaganda websites, apps, uh, influencers, etc. They just spend their energy and time engaging in that sort of content. And I can tell the way that that drives their day-to-day, how it comes up in conversation, 
how that person is a little more erratic and impulsive, a little more irritable. Um, just as in people that are watching crime videos, police brutality videos constantly. Like how, how is this affecting us on such a deep psychological level? Not only how is it affecting our brain by engaging on this tiny screen with these tiny fonts and all these lights just going into our retinas and how is this affecting our brain makeup? But the content, the content, these energetic tabs, if you will, that are open on our devices, these are the, this is an energetic exchange. Any energetic exchange, this is an energetic currency. What we are allowing into our energy field and investing our energy in, that is an energetic exchange. It doesn't have to be an intimate exchange. It doesn't have to be a physical exchange. It doesn't have to be a, a mental exchange, sharing your thoughts and your beliefs and opinions back and forth with another. It is you clicking on something reading the information, engaging in the information, sharing in the information, <clears throat> diving in further, it's allowing that energy into your experience and investing more energy into it. That is an exchange. So everything that you're clicking on, all the articles that you read, you are allowing that into your energy field. Do you know what it's doing to you? Do I know what it's doing to myself? And as someone who has my entire livelihood dependent on the whole facet of the internet, the whole structure of internet and social media platforms. It is how I operate, as how I function as a business owner and as a businesswoman. I, I use two platforms. I mean, I have two business platforms, one for authentic embodiment, and you're here with me in this platform and in this space. And I wanted to reach out as a healer, as an energy healer, as an embodiment guide and facilitator through social media platforms, knowing that I grew up in circumstances and an experience where this type of medicine and this type of wisdom and this type of healing was not available to me, not only because social media wasn't really a thing until I was on the like outskirts of getting through high school, beginning college. I didn't even have a Facebook account until I started college because Facebook was basically founded on the idea that this was a way to connect people through different universities. So you had to have a college email, a university email, like a .edu email in order to have a Facebook. And then within the first year of me having it, it opened up to, to everyone um, globally. And so I would just get back to thinking about how this has affected me because we've all been a victim to presenting this false sense of self or maybe just giving a fraction of ourselves through social media platforms where we maybe paint the pretty picture, we only show people what they want to see or maybe we don't post a lot of photos of ourselves. We only post photos where we're in like big group settings where you can hide behind people or maybe we only post photos from like, you know, chest up or maybe we only posting photos of like our pets or a place, a beautiful place that we're, we're um, in and experiencing and we're afraid to be fully seen. Um, and on the opposite of the spectrum, there's people that are oversharing on social media, pouring out all of their their emotions, their thoughts all over social media and they have no filter and social media is their support system. So, so they, they rely on social media. They remi- rely on the people and the attention and the engagement they get to feel better. That's what they rely to feel better about themselves. And I've seen both ends of that spectrum and I've been on both ends of that spectrum. 
Um, there's people who air out their dirty laundry that share their relationship grievances, their family grievances and drama. And, and I say all these things without judgment. None of these things are said with any judgment in mind. It's just a reflection of what is. I'm just expressing people and experiences that have all been relevant in our reality. Every, every person I'm speaking on, we all have somebody in our reality who overshares on social media or who airs out their grievances on social media. We all have people in our lives that operate this way. And you, you combine all these people operating social media and manipulating social media and presenting themselves and engaging a certain way in social media mixed in with all the information that we're constantly receiving in real time, all of the fake information and false information, all of the separation in beliefs and political beliefs, religious beliefs and thoughts and opinions, it's caused such a great divide. And if you think that what I see when I get on my Facebook is the same as what you see when you get on your Facebook as far as like news and media advertisements and marketing, then you are very, very solemnly mistaken. Everything is absolutely manipulated for you and manipulated for me. And this in turn creates a big separation because you're on one side saying, well, I believe this. And how are they so blind to this? How are they not seeing what's going on? It's like all over social media. It's all over the news. But in reality, I'm not seeing it because it's not on my social media. It's not on my news. I'm seeing I'm seeing what the algorithms want me to see. And these algorithms are created by engineers. And these engineers are creating these within mind of how can I be the most profitable? We, we are a profitability tool. We are human beings. But in the mind of social media and technology and internet world we we are we're a product we are a tool and a means for big companies technology companies to make money and the ways that they make money is by getting us to spend more time on social media and and to be the more time that we spend on social media the more we click on things the more we engage in advertisements the more likely we are to buy things like and share and respond and repost and that's really the goal and that's why we get stuck in these loops of like, holy shit, how did I just spend 30 minutes just down this rabbit hole listening to these like makeup, watching these makeup videos where they're talking about true crime? How does this benefit me? How does this serve my highest good? How is this helping me embody the person that I want to fully become? And it doesn't. And then we guilt and shame ourselves over these things because we're engaging in things that aren't adding value to our lives that aren't making us feel good, that aren't helping us show up the way that we want to show up in the world. And so it has me taking a big reflection, which I feel that I do generally around this time of the year. We just shifted into the month of June and my birthday is next month um, towards the end of July. I am definitely a, a true cancer through and through, but I am a cancer a Leo cusp. If you uh, subscribe to the belief that people are cusps in, in their... Um, in their zodiac um, line, I guess, or zodiac charts. Um, I'm definitely, as a disclaimer, I'm definitely more cancer than Leo. <laughs> um, so I'm just it, in deep reflection of how how much social media has infiltrated my life. And although, um, you know, I started authentic embodiment as as a way to show up in in my authentic embodiment um, as wounded and as a healer, as a person who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder and has very significant bounce of depression. I suffer from migraines, 
thyroid related issues. Like I'm a human being having this human experience, but I'm also a spiritual being encapsulated in human form. And I am every day trying to step up into my fullest and highest potential all the while helping people guide them and facilitate their experience into embodiment into their soul's highest expansion. And I, I want to be accessible. And the easiest way to be accessible is through technology. Um, like I said, growing up, I, there was no, there was no reach for alternative medicine, uh, for, uh, for a nature path, uh, homeopathic medicine, holistic medicine, energy healing, astrology, there, numerology there there was there was nothing there there was there's no law of attraction um there was no mindfulness techniques practices there was no meditation specialists and coaches none of that existed in my realm it was be a big girl grow up tough it out suck it up keep your emotions to yourself if you're sick you rough it out unless you're in pain that's unbearable then you go to the doctor um I remember going to school with strep throat and my mom knowing that I had strep throat and still sent me to school and she said I would be fine and I got sent home from school because I had strep throat and I was highly contagious so the school sent me home and my mom argued with the school that I needed to be in school. (laughs) I grew up a very uh, blood and sweat and grit type of way and that's that's a generational thing that's embedded. I grew up in a very small town and people worked hard and, and they worked from sun up to sundown. And it was a very like country way, simple way of living, but there was no deeper connection. The only way to connect to any higher, higher being or universal consciousness, uh, Christ consciousness, universal life force, energy, God, whatever you call it and resonate with, with was to sit in a pupil and a church that, um, that basically made God to be a fear, to be a God-fearing God, to fear-based God, that you should fear God, that you should repent and repent and you're a sinner and you're not worthy. And it just never felt good. And so I'm just thinking about why I founded Authentic Embodiment. But then I'm also just feeling such a deep, worldly, worldly, worldly material pull to just be so engaged on that platform just to keep showing up because the more I show up, the more people resonate and the more people feel that they can step in their fullest embodiment and the more people realize that it's okay to have bad days or it's okay to have mental health issues and it's okay to be battling something that that we're all human beings like no judgment no guilt no shame just show up the best way you can every day and i have a whole business that is just thriving thriving more than i could ever have imagined abundance is just the most blessed currency flowing into my energy field with this business. I started my shop, Hello Luna, um, which is also, if if you've never listened to this podcast before, then you have no idea. But if you have, then you know exactly what I'm about. Um, You can find me on Instagram at hello.luna.shop. That is my baby. That is my business. I own an online metaphysical shop that I I love greatly. And I opened that up with the idea at first, just selling my, my... my creations, my jewelry, my artwork, things that have poured from an attuned and an embodied and aligned place to help people feel the the energetic and healing properties of of earth's beautiful gemstones, wearing them on your skin, being in contact with them, being in devotion with them. And I wanted to share that. And I wanted to share my paintings, my my musings, like the the channeled and 
wisdom that and, and energy that had moved through me to paint these paintings. And then it started out with people reaching out that couldn't obtain things, that lived in small towns and spaces and cracks in the world where they couldn't obtain things, something as simple as like sage to cleanse their house, that didn't want to buy it from big box companies like Walmart or Amazon that wanted to support small businesses, but those businesses didn't exist where they lived. And so I started offering crystals and smudge tools and sacred items for ritual and spells. And that has just shown up in such a big way that now I am an entire online metaphysical shop. And this pandemic struck last year and in such a tremendous way, my, my business quadrupled in sales because these physical brick and mortar metaphysical and spiritual stores, their doors were closed because of the pandemic, like so many businesses were because they were considered non-essential. Although there's so many items that are essential in these spaces, so many sacred herbs and plant medicines and thing, divination tools that you buy in these places that are so sacred and so important and essential to people. And so, and what a time, what a heavy time that we really want to connect to our faith, to our embodiment practices, to our mindfulness and spiritual practices that we reach for these tools and they aren't accessible. Um, and these physical brick and mortar locations. So people flood flop to the internet and they don't want to support these big box companies. They want to keep supporting small. And so here I was to offer the space and be of service. And I've been so tuned in and plugged into social media and different apps and platforms for selling. I use Etsy to sell. I don't sell independently. I use a third party to sell. I have a website that I take all my bookings for Reiki healings and card readings and to do one-on-one mentorships and coachings. And so I'm so plugged in and tuned into the internet and I'm constantly thinking about how I want to show up and, and being engaged with other people and um, being accessible and reachable that I, I'm stringing myself too thin and I'm plugging myself I'm into so many spaces and I have so many energetic tabs open. If, if, my energy were tabs on our internet browser. I, I'm maxing out. My internet processor is running super slow because of all the tabs I have open. And it's really making me witness, am I being fully authentic in how I'm showing up? Am I being fully authentic in every post? Like this morning, here's a perfect example of just how quickly the ego pulls. Like I'm sitting outside every morning. I read a daily devotion from the book, uh, The Book of Awakening by Bar- Mark Nepo. I'm actually on my fifth year of reading it. I haven't read it consecutively every year, but uh, I love it. It's it's a great way to start my day. I could go on and on about it. I guess I could make a whole podcast about the most influential books for me, and, and I think that I I think that I will eventually. Um, but I I thought like, and I'm drinking my cacao and. This cacao is very sacred. I wean myself off of taking uh, or using cannabis. Although cannabis is beautiful. I have nothing negative to say. I still use cannabis to go to sleep at night. I am an habitual insomniac, but I also have generalized anxiety disorder, which I spoke on earlier. And because of that, I've been microdosing for the better part of a year um, just to help me through the day, but I realized how much that was a crutch. And so I woke up and I'm drinking my seven adaptogenic herbs that have replaced um, this beautiful plant medicine cannabis. Um, But I know that that's most beneficial for me because I really am trying to be my own best healer and not let my anxiety dictate my life. So taking adaptogenic herbs and drinking cacao and it being a beautiful heart opener in the morning and some turmeric is in it to just help the inflammation and any of the foods that I've consumed and um, any toxins that have entered into my body just to help with that. 
And I'm just sitting out here thinking as I'm reading and drinking this cacao and I'm finishing up this meditation at the end of the book that, oh, I should snap a photo and, you know, timestamp about, you know, my sacred morning practice. But then, then the seed of my highest self came through and said, why, 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 why do you feel you need to do this? And then I thought, well, okay, well, maybe if I post it, that will motivate other people to, you know, have some time for devotion or self-reflection or mindfulness. But then it still kept coming. Like, why is that necessary? Why do I feel that I need to do that? And I, it just is coming full circle. It really has me sitting here reevaluating. Like, why? Why do I feel that I need to post that? Why do I feel that I need to share that? Why do I feel that I need to click on that little blue icon to open my Facebook? Why? What does it offer me in that moment when I'm reading that article? What does it offer me in that moment when I'm scrolling through timelines? What does this, how does this benefit me? How does this benefit anyone else by sharing this little seven second video, this little 15 second video? How is this of the highest sacred service? And energy is currency. Time is currency. Money is currency. These are all forms of energetic currency. And I already knew by a beautiful astrology reading I had last year by my astrologist and by what has been imparted on me and channeled through me um, by my guides and my angels that this would be a deep year of reflection and solitude, big, big solitude, a lot of coming full circle with why I'm operating the way I am, why I'm carrying on in the world the way that I am, why I believe certain things and think certain things, why I act a certain way. It really has me witnessing myself in fullest capacity and why I am the way that I am and why I do things the way that I do them. And social media is such a big thing. And as someone with an anxiety disorder who a a big symptom of that is having very unfocused and scattered energy. Um, Very much like an inward manifestation of ADD and ADHD, not the outward physical expression by any means that is that the same. It is absolutely not. But having a hard time trying to focus on one thing and stay focused and stay motivated. Yes, I can correct that a little bit quicker and stay on path quicker, but it's a constant pull. It's a constant pull. I'm constantly unfocused. I'm constantly unmotivated. I'm constantly my attention's always being redirected. I'm never finishing something. I have a hard time finishing a book. If somebody asks me to do something when I'm in the middle of doing something else, I'll probably forget to do what they ask me or, or bring what they ask me or whatever it is. Like it, it's just a constant thing. And I'm realizing that I am stretching myself even thinner by this device that is in my hand right now that I'm recording this podcast on. And So I am going to decide that one month before my birthday, um, my birthday is on July 19th. So on June 19th, I'm going to step off of, bow down gracefully, if you will, from social media platforms for 30 days. Um, I'm not closing my Etsy shop by any means. Um, that's, That's my way that I make an income and not just an income. I have so many repeat customers and repeat buyers and people that, that come to me and, and my shop is the space to buy the tools that they need for their embodiment practices and their sacred rituals. And, 
I, I don't, I don't want to cut that cord because I, I know the value. I know the value and I have so many wonderful, beautiful, tender conversations with my customers. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to be of the highest sacred service in that way. But I think it's time to conserve my personal energy, my mental, my emotional energy, my spiritual energy, just every facet of my energy, bring that back into myself so I can be more clear about how I want to show up for this next rotation around the sun. I'm stepping into my 33rd year of life next month. And 33 in itself is such a powerful number. And so much has shifted for me in the last year. My business quadrupled in sales. I have booked Oracle card reading clients. I have booked Reiki, my first Reiki healing clients. I've booked my first coaching clients. I've opened up a whole new facet of myself into the world and into my business model. I have moved to a different city. I've bought a new house. So many things have happened in the last year and more is on the way. And if I really, and I know it's on, I know it's on its way because it's been communicated to me so many times through my guides and, and my angels. And if I really want to be of the highest sacred service, because really, really, what's the point of, of us being here? We're incarnated in this time space reality. And, and, and first, I believe that the biggest thing of being here is to heal whatever wounds are incarnated wounds, like from our, from our lineage of, past karmic cycles of life that we've experienced to heal the wounds of the generations before us of our ancestors yes a hundred percent that is part of our mission here on earth but our biggest mission on earth is to be of the highest sacred service how can i be of service how can i help heal the world and the first way that you help heal the world and the first way that you help be of service is to heal yourself and to be of service to yourself because you cannot pour from an empty energetic cup and I know for me, that includes severing some ties with social media, like a little bit of a, like a lot of people say they're closed for maintenance, right? You see a lot of signs on social media where people say we're closed for maintenance. And they'll have a big post explaining why they're closed, right? Um, but for me, I just think that it's time to close for some energetic maintenance, for some spiritual maintenance. Um, I think it's time to do that for myself. I have bowed out of social media for a week or so, um, but it felt good. And, you know, the first couple of days, you don't realize just how habitual it is. Like the only reason it's hard to pull away from social media is because we've been, it's programmed, it's embedded, it, it's embedded, it's embedded within our, in our body. It is a nervous system response. It is a neurological habit and habits are habits, whether they're good or bad. And you do thought something long enough. And it's habitual. You don't really have to actively think about it. You can do it subconsciously. It's just program. Like you don't have to actively think about brushing your teeth. Like you know you're brushing your teeth, but you're not like, okay, let's brush the back. Okay, let's brush the front. Okay, circles. Okay, clockwise. Okay, counterclockwise. You're not actively thinking about that as you're brushing your teeth. You know you're brushing your teeth, but because you've been doing it for so long, it's just this pre-programmed habit now. You can do it without even thinking about it. You can watch TV. You can read a book. You can talk on the phone. You can scroll through social media. And that's what social media, that's what our devices, that's what our phones, that's what the internet, that's what it is now. It is this programmed habit that we reach for. When we sit on the couch, the first thing we do is we reach for our phone and scroll through our phone. And if we're not scrolling through our phone, we, do, we, we have so many fucking notifications on our phone that are constantly calling us back to our phone. So even if we set it down, 
we get notifications that have no relevance. It'll literally just be like, so-and-so hasn't posted for a, posted for the first time in a while. So-and-so posted in this group. And it's nothing that even applies to us, but we allow all these notifications to show up on our screen and our phones, which in turn are showing up in the screen in our internal world and in our energy fields and engaging us, calling our attention to it. And so I have went in and it is a very lengthy process to the settings on my phone, settings and notification, if you have an iPhone, um, to go into my social media accounts like Instagram and uh, Facebook to eliminate a lot of the notifications unless it's an actual message. Like I don't need to know if so-and-so is on Instagram now or I here's someone that I may know that I want to send her friend request to or somebody posted in a group that I'm not even active in anymore. I don't, I don't need to know this information. I don't, it doesn't serve me. Even if I click on it, it still didn't serve me. There was no information that was important, valuable to me. And I have personally refused to download, um, TikTok and Snapchat for my own personal reasons. If you download them, great. If you feel that it adds value and service to you, great. But I truly know that it does not add any value and it does not add any service to me. And it, and it sucks because in a way I know that, for instance, as someone who has an online business and my business is heavily influenced by social media, having something like TikTok would be very monumental. I could get a lot more followers. I could get a lot more sales. But I don't and still choose not to drive my business model based on what the world trends are and what the world is doing. I don't want to be a business that is money hungry and greed hungry and follower hungry and attention hungry. I am I am energy hungry. I want people that are seeking mindful energy, spiritual energy, embodiment energy, intuitive energy. I want I want that to be my focus. And So I've refused and gracefully bowed out a lot of these platforms because those platforms take away my present energy. They take away my sense of mindfulness. They take away my peace. They take away my presence. Every time I click on an app and I start scrolling through it and I engage in someone else's literal past because everything people are posting are not in real time. You can say they just posted it just now, but that was still a second ago. By the time you saw it, everything... You're disengaging in people's pasts. You're engaging in past articles, past videos, um, past status updates, past photo shares. Like we're just engaging in the past or we're planning for the future. Events that are getting posted. Things to look forward to. We're maybe researching things to do for a trip um, through advertisements we see on social media. Maybe we're aimlessly shopping online. Like it's just, it just doesn't end and I am depleted and I have no one else to blame but myself but this is just how deep the psychological pull to our devices is and how all of these algorithms embedded into these different apps keep calling us back to our phone because we are a product to them there is no care about the psychological ramifications and backlash of using these devices and and it shows and we turn a blind eye to it the suicide rate in in preteen girls and boys between the ages of 10 to 14 is 
a hundred times more than what it was 20 years ago a hundred times more plus they have all of those statistics beautifully laid out in the documentary that i referenced in the beginning of this episode the social dilemma you can find on netflix they reference all of the statistics of the self-harm rates um hospitalizations due to self-harm and suicide rates in girls that are 10 to 14 and 15 to 19 and just how much higher they are just how much a pull this is on our lives and now there's a new a new breed of body and face dysmorphia called social media dysmorphia or snapchat excuse me snapchat dysmorphia where young girls are are being consulted by plastic surgeons because they want their eyes or their cheekbones or their lips to look like them in a filter and a snapchat filter or a facebook filter and it's infiltrated our lives so much that so many people don't even post natural photos, profile photos of themselves. They're all inflated with bigger eyes or different eye colors or fuller lips or higher cheekbones or slender faces. We don't even feel good posting natural photos of ourselves and we hide behind filters. And I, I'm baffled and I'm blown away. And by all means, I use filters in my stories on Instagram and things like that. But as far as like posting photos, like it's me. Of course, I like enhance the light a little bit. So my photo isn't just like a shadowy figure and things like that. But I'm not going to post these like huge inflated lips that aren't mine or cheekbones and jawlines that aren't mine and hair that isn't like this is me raw, real, full embodied. Like this is me. And because people are getting these enhancements to look more like these filters and then they start showing these photos of themselves in real lives these young girls are looking at these social media influencers thinking like this is how i get likes this is how i get attention and followers and not only that people aren't bullying just in school anymore they're bullying behind their phones behind their screens behind a computer and whenever you're bullying behind these computers and behind these devices and you're being negative and hateful behind these devices you're not in real time physically seeing the consequences of your words and your energy you're not seeing how you're hurting somebody you're not seeing the backlash of that and it's just so much it's just so much after the year that we've had with the pandemic and the elections and the riots my god the riots just all the separation and the divide and the pain and the suffering and the greed it just and the war and the death it's just every everything it's it's fucking heavy but we're all still operating as if this is normal that this is normal every it, it, our our brains our human brains have not evolved that much in thousands of years to think that this is normal but our subconscious brain is absorbing it and running on this autopilot like structure you know we 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 embed these habits checking our phone is like the new brushing your teeth and because we are doing it constantly checking our phones constantly and brushing our teeth constantly this is this new embedded habit this is our new subconscious programming and we feel that this is natural and normal when when it's not and there's no turning away from it i've had so many conversations with people about how hard it is for them to not check facebook or not check their phone and This isn't normal. You didn't operate like this 20 years ago. I did not operate like this 20 years ago. And at what point are we going to be like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? And that's what I'm doing to myself. It's almost like kind of like a 30 second year 
it's not even existential, it's more of an internal crisis, right? We're just having that deep reflection of how I'm letting a device, how I'm letting apps run my life, like my subconscious programming. It's taking my time, it's taking my energy. I'm allowing things that I read and things that people say on their own tiny little screens and devices affect how I feel and how I show up in the world. And this isn't natural and this isn't normal. And I don't want to live in this way and I don't want to be in this way. And so I myself am bowing out and I'm taking the steps that I know that my soul needs and that I know that my heart needs, that I know that I need to feel full, fully embodied. And I know that... If I spend more time away from this platform, away from social media platforms, from my device, that I will have more time and devotion to myself, to my soul's highest embodiment, to divine source energy, to God, to Christ, to whatever you call it that resonates with you. I don't need to speak about what resonates with me. It's all, it's all the same. It's all the same. We're all created. We're all from the same creator. We all live in the same spinning planet that was created by the same creator. We're all from the same, we're all from the same tree of life, you know? And it's time to get back to that. It's time to get to the roots of that tree. Time to get to the roots of that tree of life. Time to get back to the roots of who I am. Time to get back to the roots of all these lineages of my soul's carnation. Why am I here? in this time-space reality? Why am I here on earth right now? Am I embodying my highest self? Am I stepping into my highest potential? Am I being of the highest sacred service? Am I utilizing my time in the best way possible? Do I feel good? Do I feel embodied? Do I feel present? I want my answer to all of those questions to be yes, because they're not right now. And I know what I need, the soul medicine that I need for myself to get to that right now is to be in the highest devotion to God, to the universe, and to myself so I can magnify that connection to divine life force energy, to divine source energy, so that I can have more gifts to be offering, so I can be of more service more of the highest sacred service and i'm here for that and it's time it's time it's time that energy is knocking on all of our door constantly you feel that nudge you feel that nudge whenever you just wasted 20 minutes on social media you feel that nudge whenever you said something negative about somebody to a friend you feel bad for saying something negative you feel bad for gossiping or putting somebody down you feel it too and i know that you do so I'll, this podcast, if, you, if you've made it this far, you've listened for a reason. And I invite you to really take inventory, a non-judgmental and compassionate inventory of your life and how you invest your energy. Really just take an energetic inventory of how you spend your day. What are you investing your energy in? What kind of conversations do you have? How are you engaging with your time? What are you engaging? When you're on social media, what are you looking at? What are you investing your energy in? What are, who are you communicating with? 
really take time to look at that. Are the people in your life building you up? Are the relationships in your life building you up? Do you feel loved? Do you feel whole? Do you feel valuable? Are you offering that in return? Do you feel well rested? Do you feel energized? Do you feel healthy and well? Really look at every facet of your life, your nutrition, your diet, your exercise, your mindfulness, how you're utilizing your energy, how you're moving your body, how you spend your day, the people and relationships in your life, how you take care of yourself. It's time to clean up our energetic houses, to really look at where we're plugging in our energy and where look at where we could unplug our energy. This is such a sacred time to be alive. Like, do you realize how almost miraculous it is for you to be here now? Because for you to be alive, your mother had to birth you, have a healthy pregnancy and birth you from her womb space. And not only that, but her mother and the mother before, and the mother before, and the mother before, going back hundreds and hundreds of generations had to birth healthy babies that lived long enough to birth their own children, passing through the generations. For you to be sitting here right now, listening to this podcast, breathing air through your lungs, pumping blood through your heart and through your body, thinking about what I'm saying, neurons firing off in your brain, all of your nervous system stimulated, all of your senses stimulated, all of that had to happen because so many generations before you had to exist and live through excruciating times, through the, through the planet being developed, through violence, through war, through depressions. And you're here because of that. So your life is this precious gift. How are you using this precious gift? What are you doing with this precious gift? Because I know you, just like me, we've lost people in our lives before they should have gone. And we look back and we know that if those people were still sitting here, they would be living so much more life than we're living right now. So are you truly living? Are you? Because I know my answer is no. And if you're truly living, bless you, brother, and bless you, sister. Continue on your path to your highest soul, your highest soul expansion and embodiment. I honor you and I see you. But for me, I'm not there yet. And that's this journey to break these karmic cycles, to break these generational wounds of repressing my emotions, of bottling up my anxiety and my worry, to breaking the chains of the only way that I connect with people is through emotional chaos and through drama and through judgment and through complaints. It's breaking that. It's breaking the, this, this, this cycle of my, of my incarnations, of why I've existed over and over again until I get to the realization that I, I'm just an extension of God and I'm just here to be of service. So that's all I have for today. Those are my deep reflections and ponderings as I sit out and soak up some morning sunshine, play with my dogs, listen to the birds, check on my herb garden and my vegetable garden. Life is beautiful, but it's also fleeting. 
We always make plans for the future, but nothing is guaranteed. And we hear that so many times and we take it with a grain of salt, but life is fucking fleeting, you guys, fleeting. You can make all these plans for the day before you drive off to work, but you can pull out of your driveway and get hit by somebody. <laughs> that could throw a wrench in your whole day. You could get in an accident on the highway and that'd be the end of it on your way to work. And that'd be the end of your life and your existence. Nothing is promised. So how can you show up more fully? How can you better yourself? How can you let go of what isn't serving you to make room for what is? Or to open up windows and doors in your awareness and in your energetic foundation for things that you don't even know are going to serve you yet, but they most definitely will. If this speaks to you and you feel the inclination to take a little spiritual detox, a little time away from social media, I'd love to hear about it. I love to share with you and hear your musings and connect with you. You can always find me over at, at The Authentic Embodiment on Instagram, just like that, at The Authentic Embodiment. If I am currently, I want to leave, know that I'll get back to you. I'll answer your DMs, your comments, your messages, all of it. I'm here for it as soon as I have been firmly planted into age 33 and uh, I'm ready to integrate my energy and my experience back into social media land. But I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Sending you a big, 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 warm, energetic hug and all my love and sending you balance and peace and attunement and embodiment. May you step into your soul's highest expansion. May you be planted firmly where you are, firmly where you are and connected to divine life force energy. And may you be in a space planted where you are so that you are the highest sacred service to all those around you. And so it is. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me and for tuning in to this episode of the Authentic Embodiment Podcast. I would love, love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at The Authentic Embodiment. And if you're ready to heal with me and work with me, head on over to TheAuthenticEmbodiment.com and let's chat.